0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between.
1: You'll find it all at TheAuthorShow.com. That's TheAuthorShow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Our book is titled The Story of Keela, a humorous and heartfelt story of dark streets Friendships and the Unlikely Circumstances that Draw Us Together. Authored by our guest, Joanne Keeter, that sentence alone captured my interest, and now we get to learn more. Joanne has been one of my previous authors, so it is my delight to say, Joanne, welcome back to The Author Show. Thank
0: you so much, Linda. It's my delight to be back and to visit with you. You're one of my favorite podcasts. I've done many, and yours is one of my favorite.
1: Ah, thank you. So, Joanne, will you please give us a quick overview of the story of Keela?
0: You're getting several novels in one because it's a coming-of-age story, and it's a buddy story, and it's a dual mystery story. So, it's got a little bit of
1: everything. So, you were pretty busy keeping track of everything while you were writing, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So, where did the idea for your characters generate, and where did you get their names? So, you know, they say your first
0: novel is autobiographical, and I had done a shorter story in college as part of my master's thesis, and that one is called The Something That Happened in Pepperville. But that was many years prior to Keela, and I didn't do this on purpose, but we moved from Nebraska to Washington, and I think, in a sense, it's my story, but my story with a creative twist. So that's how that came about. And the characters, I really wanted to have my characters have a name that had another meaning. It took me, oh my gosh, two or three weeks of finding names. And do you know that now, I maybe two or three that I remember the ulterior motive I had for that name. But yeah. So
1: what does Keela mean?
0: That's not one that <laughs> I can tell you her friend, Rosabelle, I wanted to give it kind of a fairy tale look so that Keela's looking back on this time in her life that's maybe not real, but she has fantasized this and made it into this fairy tale story. Rosabelle, I looked through many character names and I didn't want to step on any Disney toes. So this one came from an actual, hence Christian Anderson story. Okay,
1: interesting. So please tell us about your vision for the ideal reader for the story of Keela.
0: I think really anybody would be interested in this book because Keela is a woman in her 20s. And I think a lot of young people could identify with someone like her who is just out in the world for the first time and seeing things that they don't really understand and not really sure how they should proceed, and then people who are a little older who are moving to a different location as I did in my 40s, and then I really feel a kinship with mystery readers because there are several mysteries in this, and that's something I didn't do on purpose either, but looking back, say, okay, I was setting the foundation of a really good mystery. So, people
1: from all walks of life, I think, would enjoy it. Interesting. Well, Joanne, you've written a lot of books. Did you always want to write novels? I did,
0: yeah. I started writing when I was about 12 years old. I wrote some short stories and gave them out as Christmas presents. And then I sort of told myself, you're not a writer. And so it it took until my husband had a massive heart attack and I was sitting beside his bed. And that's when I had the epiphany that I have to write now or I
1: never will. Hmm. Well, there's quite a bit of humor in the story of Keela. Would you say your writing style is to tell a story with a humorous bent? Absolutely.
0: I came from a small town, and small town people are a little quirky, and that's not a bad thing. But if you can find the humor in it, you can understand
1: the person. I have to agree, coming from a small town myself. So is the story of Keela written to make the reader ponder a bit, or is it written just for pure entertainment?
0: It is definitely written to make the reader ponder. I marketed this originally to book clubs, and I want people to think about their own relationships and how they may have contorted the actual person, for better or for worse.
1: Well, from experience, both of us, small towns are a breeding ground for gossip. Everyone knows everyone else's personal business, and sometimes even cruelly, but they can bring a sense of community, a larger family to someone who's never felt like they belonged. Is this how you envisioned Sandy Salts when you began writing? You just described it perfectly, to a T. The people there are
0: quite odd, and they aren't necessarily accepting of newcomers, but Keela kind of worms her way into their hearts and becomes one of them.
1: If you could compare the story of Keila with any other, what would that other book be? I've always
0: enjoyed Fanny Flag novels, and I would say Fried Green Tomatoes, just because the women there are finally figuring out who they are in both stories, and I think that's the way this story works, too.
1: Is the story of Kayla part of a series, and if so, are you writing another book in that series now?
0: Yes, it's part of the Pepperville Stories series, so there are currently four books in that series. At this point, I am not writing something else, but I will down the road because there are so many stories to be told, as you know, in small towns, and I want to continue to
1: recognize those voices. Okay, clarify something for me. It's called the Pepperville series, and yet Keela is in Sandy Salts. What is the difference? Keela grew up in Pepperville,
0: and her impetus for leaving Pepperville is her father's death. So she goes as far away as she can from her family, which is the other side of Iowa, by the way, to made up towns. So she goes to Sandy Salts to start over.
1: Hmm. OK, so they are made up towns because Pepperville is a very interesting name that I don't think I've ever heard of as a town. And that's exactly why I
0: chose it, because <laughs> I didn't want anybody to say, oh, you were in my town, and you described this wrong.
1: <laughs> I like your way of thinking here. So your book cover reminds me of where I grew up in the Midwest. Who created this beautiful cover for you?
0: It's a lady in France, and her name is Marion Dewin. Her husband is a prolific mystery writer, and very kindly, he offered to connect us so that she could do my covers, too.
1: So are you working on a new book now? And if so, is it part of a current series?
0: I am always working on books. And currently I'm working on the sixth book in the Charming Mysteries series, which is a series about a retiree and a paranormal investigator. At the same time, I'm working on the next book in the Piney Falls series that's kind of similar to Keela in that the woman comes to this strange little town and is up staying and solving mysteries. Both of those stories are set in fictional towns on the Oregon coast.
1: How on earth do you keep track of what goes in what book when you're working on two at a time?
0: I just have a real mental pause, I guess. I stop and say, okay that's done. Now we're going to go to this world. And part of that is just getting to know your characters really well, because it's like friends. You know, you can go from, I'm going to go have coffee with Jane, and now I'm going to go have coffee with George. And they're completely different people, and you know their backgrounds. That's what I think of when I'm writing these stories.
1: Hmm. Well, Joanne, do you set a plot or do you prefer going wherever an idea takes you? I do both.
0: I start out with a general idea. I have a sort of an outline and that gets me going. And then I just go to town. And when I get done, I look back at this outline and shake my head and say, why
1: did you bother? (laughs) And do you have an answer for that? (laughs) I wish I did.
0: (laughs) No, it feels like the right thing to do. Like it's something that I should do. And I'll tell you that I have sometimes when I get stuck, I'll say, oh, well, what did I When In the outline, what did I do? And I'll go back and look, and it's nothing like what I'm doing. And then I'll think, okay, well, how can I make this better? So it does help in a very odd way.
1: Joanne, while you are writing your books, what do you do in the way of research to ensure the believability of the story? Well...
0: I have done some research in libraries, and that's mainly on the Piney Falls series, because part of that takes place in the early 1900s when the canning industries were big on the coast. As far as the Pepperville series, you know, most of it is just from life and just knowing people like this and knowing how they think and how they act and just 40-some years of observing people.
1: So you're a people watcher? Absolutely. (laughs) I like that. So what kind of feedback have you had from readers so far? They really seem to like these
0: books. And my books are Cozy Mysteries, the Funny Falls and the Charming Mysteries. And I'll tell you what, those cozy mystery readers are prolific readers, hundreds of books a year. I'm just impressed by them.
1: <laughs> they do read a lot. Yes. So what would you like readers to remember most once they've finished reading the story of Keila?
0: I want them to have kind of a warm feeling and a sense of accomplishment because Kela has accomplished a lot. And I hope that they can see that
1: in themselves as well. Every now and then I ask this next question and my author cannot come up with an answer. So there is no right or wrong answer. And if you don't have an answer, that's okay too. But if the story of Keela were optioned for either the big or the small screen, who would you like to play Kela? Well, I did actually have somebody picked up, but now I think she's too old. And she is the
0: woman who was the title role in the, uh, she was Kimmy Schmidt in, I can't think of the show now, beautiful redhead woman. She was also in the office, but now I think she's a little long in the tooth for Keela. (laughs) So I need to find another perky redheaded 20 something for her role. I'm open to suggestions because that's my goal is to see my book on the big screen.
1: Oh, that would be delightful, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, will you please read a short excerpt from the story of Keila for us? Sure. This is about
0: Rosabelle, her best friend, and this is journal Keila's writing. The day Rosabelle McAllister entered my life was the first day I breathed, not like an infant does, with no sense of the world, but a real breath, absorbing the colors and smells and sounds She did that for me. She had a way of making everyone feel better just by being in her presence. She saved many lives in one way or another. Roosevelt McAllister certainly saved me. From as far back as I could remember, I had this embarrassing problem. I had these two green streams running down my face. I got so used to them, I didn't remember they were there until I happened to look in the mirror. My parents didn't seem too concerned, so I wasn't either. When it got uncomfortable, I just wiped it on my sleeve and went about by day. No one explained to me why this might be happening, so I accepted it as a part of my lot in life for many years. It wasn't until I started kindergarten that I realized other little girls didn't have goo all over their faces, or at the end of the day, mushed through their hair. Most of them had carefully styled hair anyway, not like the red nest of twigs and knots I carried around. I think most of the parents decided they wanted their kids to have nothing to do with the walking germ I had become.
1: I, you left me speechless with that last <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so now you've caused me to go off on a different track here for just one question. It sounds to me like Roosevelt could have her own story or book or series. Have you thought about that?
0: No, but that's a great idea. And this story is kind of a dual timeline. So Keila is going through her life with Roosevelt, but it's from Keila's perspective. So it would be very interesting to have a story from Roosevelt's perspective.
1: So where can we learn more about you, about all your other books? And most of all, where can we purchase the story of Keila? My
0: books are all available from my website, and that is N -N K E D E R dot com. That's joannkeeter.com. Just go there and they all are listed each by series. So please peruse and maybe you'll find others you enjoy.
1: And there are links to purchase, correct?
0: Absolutely. As well as I've got some tips for writers. I've got links for writers. I've got my blog posts up there. I've got an about me section. So pretty much anything you want is there. Do you have a sign up for like a newsletter or something? I sure do. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, there's a sign up for a newsletter and I send out my newsletters once a month. They usually have deals for books that are on sale, as well as fun facts about the month. So I don't mess around giving you a lot of stuff that you don't really care about. It's totally about books.
1: We've been talking with Joanne Keeter, author of The Story of Keela. Joanne, I'm intrigued by Keela's story and I'm eager to finish reading it. You've written a book that a lot of our audience will want to be reading, and I do hope that you'll come back and talk with us again when you publish your next book.
0: Oh, I would be delighted to come back. Thank you so much, Linda.
1: This book will make you think about life, about death, about personal and family dysfunction, and about kindness and love. The story of Keila doesn't romanticize small-town life, but lets us in on the nuances of living in a community where everyone knows everyone else's business. The characters have depth and flaws. Keila feels real and relatable. The story has twists and turns and keeps us guessing from beginning to end. Well, if that review and this interview has you wanting more, go to joannkeeter.com and order your copy today. And when you finish reading, don't forget to post your review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with our author. And remember, The Author Show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start.
0: Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com.
1: TheAuthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.